Guess what time it is? Friday Jams! Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Friday Jam Session. Super excited you're here. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it right now. This is probably one of the highlights of my week because I get to hang out with some cool people every single Friday and answer some really awesome questions. Now, you might be asking, Scott, how do I get my question answered? Well, all you need to do is become part of our Take Action crew. How do you do that? Very easy. Head on over to TakeActionCrew.com. It's totally free, and we do it every single Friday, and it is a blast. So what you're about to listen to is one that we did last week. So this way here, even if you can't attend, you can always show up here to the Rock Your Brand podcast and listen to our live jam session. All right, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's jam. All right, guys, welcome to this Friday jam session. You guys know if you guys have been paying attention or listening or maybe you're attending these live or if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is one of the highlights of my week. I get to hang out with some really cool people on our Friday Jam session inside of the Rock Your Brand group, and we get to discuss things like today's topic, which is going to be all about how do I sell my digital product? We've talked about in the past how to come up with your your product. We talk about minimal viable product as well, but how do you create the product? We've already talked about that in the past, so you can go back and listen to one of those episodes, or you can... uh, Uh, Well, I've done it here on the Coffee Talks, but you can also go on the podcast. But today, what I'm going to be talking about is actually how to sell that product. And the reason is, is because I've had people say, Scott, that's great. We got the product created, but how do I sell it? Okay. So I'm going to give you guys five different ways to sell the digital product. Now that we have the digital product, how do we get it out there? How do we get people to see it? Right. And there's some organic ways and there's some paid ways. And we're going to cover all five of those here today. Now, here's what I want to do, though. If you are listening to this on the podcast and you want to be part of our live jam session on Fridays, all you need to do is head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash R-Y-B. And then what you can do is request to join the group. Once you're approved, then you'll get notified when we go live and you can participate. All right. That's what we want you to do. So again, if you head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash R-Y-B, you can request to join if you're not already a member and that's where you'll get notified when we go live and you can participate in these live coffee talks. If you're watching this on YouTube, then you can see me. I'm actually having a cup of coffee. That's why it's called Coffee Talk and I usually have a guitar hanging up behind me because it's my jam session, but today I don't have it behind me because I'm at a different location. If you're listening to this, you don't realize this, but I'm at my lake house. Uh, We're celebrating uh, Labor Day weekend with family. And I decided to do this uh, jam session anyway, because, well, I'm consistent. And I talk about being consistent. I talk about committing to, you know, what you're doing and I'm practicing what I'm preaching. I'm here. I'm going to take a half hour. We're going to cover some questions and then we're going to move on. We're going to go out there and today we're going to play a little bit, but normally we go on out there and we take action. 
All right. So let's talk about this. I have my product created, my digital product, and this actually goes for any product for the, you know, for that matter, just with a digital product, there's a few more things that we can do with it because we don't have to worry about inventory. We don't have to think about how do we fulfill it? All of those things. It's pretty easy to deliver a digital product. All right. And if you guys don't have a digital product yet, you really should be thinking about creating a digital product for your business or a few uh, of these. Okay. So let's talk about this. All right. So the very first thing, the very first thing that I recommend doing, very first thing is putting it on your website. Now I know that seems kind of obvious, but a lot of people don't do that and they wonder why they don't sell any more of their product. Now, I don't mean it has to be a blatant like, you know, thing on your website, but why not put maybe, maybe you're going to use Hello Bar or maybe you're using ConvertKit and you can use a little, a little sticky bar at the very top and maybe you're going to run a promotion for the week or maybe you're just going to draw attention that you have a brand new product. Put it there, right? If you have any traffic at all, I don't care if you have 50 visitors a day, that's 50 people that get to see that you have a product for sale. Okay. The other place to put it on a website is on your sidebar. Okay. On the sidebar, create a little, a little image graphic of the product. And then from there it's clickable that can take them over to the sales page. Okay. Another place to put it is if you have uh, you know, different content that is already kind of designed around this, right. Or around the topic or the, whatever the digital product is, then why not just go to those posts and add in a graphic? right? Or some type of call to action. It doesn't even have to be a graphic. It, it could just be a text link that basically talks about it. And then you just link over to the product. So that's the, the most simplest one is make sure that you are putting this on your website. I know it seems obvious, but make sure you do it. Okay. Make sure that's like, that's the obvious one. Do it. Okay. Put that on your website. All right. Now, number two, start creating content on your website that is specifically around the product, right? So if you're selling, uh, maybe you're selling, uh, I don't know, how to catch more bass in a pond, right? And you have a post that talks about how to catch more bass in a pond and you have one of the things that's included in there, just use one of those things as the blog content. It's also cool because now what we have is we have a piece of content that, that is organically indexed by Google, uh, Bing, Yahoo, any other search engines, it's able to be found, right? So you want to create these different pieces of content that are around that product, okay? And you can find different angles, okay? Different angles. A perfect example is you guys know that I have a book out called Brand Creators the Playbook, okay? Well, in the playbook, there's some areas that we cover, okay? One of them is how to create content so you can get organic search, right? Well, there's a whole section in there. So I could write a whole blog post, which I've done. I've done podcast episodes too, where basically we talk about creating content. Well, in there, I can also say, if you want you know, a, a whole process to help you with this, check out the playbook. And then boom, it would bounce over to the playbook, right? Same thing with email list building. If I'm talking about email list building, I'm going to create a, a blog post about email list building, and it's going to link over to the playbook because there's a whole section in there about email list building. So even though the book might have multiple topics or multiple areas, call out each specific one, write content about it. And then from there, you can get traffic from that organically. That'll naturally be coming. Okay. So that's number two, create content. The other thing is if you have a YouTube channel, create a YouTube video about the topic. Okay. And then you can also take that and embed it on your website. Okay. Uh, another thing is Pinterest. If you have Pinterest going, which I recommend that you do, 
if you have Pinterest, you know, if you have a Pinterest account and you're actively using it, create pins that will lead people to maybe a blog post that talks about the product. Okay. That's why the blog, the uh, blog post that we create can also be used, not just for organic traffic, as far as like getting picked up by Google, we can also amplify that content with Pinterest, right? And then it brings people over that wouldn't have normally found us. Okay. So that's another thing. Okay. So those, there's really like three things there, right? Blog post, YouTube video, Pinterest. Now you don't have to do them all, right? Pick one and do it. Again, that's an evergreen asset that we're putting out there that could lead people back that could buy the product. Okay. Now let me call a timeout here real quick. That also works if you have a physical product, by the way, right? If you have a physical product, you should be creating content around the physical product that could lead people there that would be potentially uh, wanting to buy it. Okay. So again, this isn't just for digital, but it does work really well with digital, you know, at the same time. All right. So that's number two, number three. Okay. Email list. Okay. If you have an email list, this is why I talk about this so darn much. Do a promotion, let people know it. You just created this thing, or maybe they already know it because you've been letting them know that you're building this thing or creating this thing. And now they're ready for it. But the one thing I will say, and this is a big mistake. A lot of people make is they don't create a promotion around it. They just go, hey, it's for sale, go buy it. No, we have to have some type of promotion. We have to have some type of deadline in here because we need that scarcity piece in there. And scarcity, a lot of people look at that like, oh, well, you're tricking people. No, we're actually saying we're gonna give a discount for three days, okay? Here's why, it's a brand new product. We wanna get it in people's hands so we can get some testimonials, right? It's real. So always have a deadline baked in somewhere, okay? So email, hands down, is going to be a really huge uh, driver for sales. Um, and the other, other thing that you can do is in an email uh, is you can then put it into your autoresponder sequence. So again, if you're listening to this and you're like, Scott, I don't know what an autoresponder is. It's basically just an email uh, sequence that's automated. You write it, but then you say, after they opt in, I want them to get email number one immediately. And then two days later, I want them to get email number two. And then three days later, I want them to get email number three and so on. And we can continually educate, but then also we can promote our products. Okay. And one thing that you can do, which we've been doing, it's been working pretty well, is you just create what I call a super signature. And what that is, is after you get done writing your email, even below the PS, you just add a little line break. And then below it, you just say something like, want help catching more bass? Question mark. Grab our ultimate guide to catching more bass here. Right. And then you can put in there, um, this has helped so many, uh, you know, catch, you know, five pound plus bass, you know, in, you know, their weekend outings or something like that. And that's it. That's the super signature, right? It's, it's after the email, it's a slight little promotion on the end of all of your emails. We call that a super signature. Okay. So that's number three email. That's why I'm big on building an email list. All right. If you're listening to this, uh, when it airs, which is going to be after we get done with brand accelerator live, the virtual event, we're doing a whole session on email list building. Uh, and if you want to get access to the recordings from, uh, the brand accelerator live event, if they're available at this time, um, just go to baltickets.com and you may be able to purchase a virtual ticket there. Um, okay. So just again, this is going to be aired after, uh, the event. So again, if you want to watch that, uh, you can go there and see if there's any virtual, uh, tickets, which is going to be basically the recordings. Uh, okay. So 
One, put it on your website anywhere you can. Number two, create content around it. Blog, YouTube, Pinterest, anything that you can do, right? Three, email promotions. If you're not building your list, this is why we want to build our list, okay? Do a promotion. Put it in your super signature. Uh, put it in your weekly content. Put it in your autoresponder, you know, nurturing campaign. All of that stuff, all right? Moving on. Number four. Number four is social media. If you have social media, use it. If you don't, don't worry about it, okay? I'm just putting this in here because most people are going to have a Facebook fan page or a Facebook group, so you might as well put it out there, right? I'm not saying that that should be your strategy to sell your products because the organic reach on Facebook pages is really low. They want you to pay for it, but you need a, you need a uh, Facebook page in order to run a Facebook ad, okay? So you might as well put it there anyway, okay? And if you have a group, put it in the group, right? And the thing is, is put it in there with not like you're just pushing the product. Again, it's kind of like you're writing a blog post. Talk about a problem that this is solving or a thing that it's going to help them with. And then you just say, if you want more uh, like this, go here. And then you just promote it that way. All right. So that is number four. If you have a Facebook fan page, a Facebook group, or if you have Instagram, sure, put it there. It's not going to be evergreen. I, I'm not a fan of non-evergreen stuff. As you guys know, I like to create the, you know, the, the, the thing, the asset, and let it keep working versus it being Instagram where I got to keep feeding it every 24 hours. Um, that's why I like Pinterest better. And I don't look at really Pinterest as social media as much because it's a search engine for content. Uh, people go there to search. It's also picked up by Google. You won't find usually an Instagram search result for a piece of content on a how-to or a question. You usually just don't, right? It's not That's not what the platform is built for. All right, so that's number four. And number five is paid ads, Facebook ads, right? If you have a digital product and if you've been going through what we've been talking about, it can look like this. It can look as simple as this. You have a lead magnet, which is a free thing that you're giving away. And then immediately the lead magnet will lead to the paid product. Okay. So a perfect example is you guys know I have the checklist, a checklist that helps you validate your niche to make sure before you do anything and waste any time that your market lends itself to building it out. Right. So the checklist is free. Right. So if you go to uh, brandcreators.com forward slash checklist, there's going to be a little page there that will allow you to download the checklist. There's also a video there now too. I added a video there. If you guys haven't been there, you might want to go there because if you haven't been there in a while, you wouldn't see it. I recorded like a 25 minute little case study video around the checklist and then the checklist and that is available for the opt-in. But then immediately after that, I'm going to offer you the playbook because it's the it's the next natural step, right? So again, um, that's what you want to do. So in a Facebook ad, what we can do is we can drive traffic to the free thing, build the email list. And then on the thank you page, we can offer the playbook. Okay. The other thing we can do is we can just drive directly to the paid thing, right? The thing is when you're running paid ads, you need more of a back end in order to recoup, or at least you need to know that you have stuff that they can purchase additionally because they might've come in on something. Maybe it's the free thing, but the, the thing you're offering them on the back end. They don't need it right now, but there's maybe two or three other things that they do need that you have. So that's where you can follow up and make those offers. So really, if you can recoup it within 14 days or even 30 days, that's good. And then we get that lead for free or better yet, we can make a small profit. Maybe put a dollar in, get a dollar 10 back. I'll take that all day long. Maybe more, maybe a dollar 50 back. Okay. 
So Facebook ads can be tricky um, if you allow them to be. But what actually, again, at Brand Accelerator Live, we had a whole session that Chris Schaefer uh, put together that actually shows a very, very simple strategy that you can use and literally get results in seven days, like get the data in seven days, um, less than seven days at, at times. Um, so again, that's a great session that you should probably attend if you're at all interested in driving traffic to anything. Um, we're just going to be using it for a digital product because we're teaching that at Brand Accelerator Live. So why not use that? But it can be applied to anything. Okay. I mean, let's just face it. There's two elements. I talked about this. There's two elements. There's traffic and there's offers. That's it. Right. I got to get traffic. There's multiple ways to get traffic. Right. But I, I need traffic. I need eyeballs, the right eyeballs. And then two. I need offers. If I can come up with those two things and just focus on those two things, it's a good chance I'm going to be able to grow my business, right? Now, email is a big thing in there, but email kind of has to do with traffic, right? We get the right people, we start sending traffic over to, you know, over to the, you know, the product or the offers or our content or wherever we want to send them, right? Or we, maybe we just want to get engagement or feedback, all right? So again, let's just recap here. Five different ways, okay? Number one, put it on your website. Number two, create content around it. Number three, email list. Okay, email the list. Number four, social media, Facebook page, group, Instagram, whatever you have available. Five, run Facebook ads. Okay, so there's your five ways to sell a digital product or a physical product or anything, a service. It doesn't even matter. It, it's, it's five things that I would use in order to try to sell my stuff. Okay, so there they are. Okay, now. What we're going to do, because this is what we do on the jam sessions, we're going to open it up for some Q&A, okay? I'm, I already see there's a bunch of comments in here, so I'm going to go through them. Uh, and if this makes it to the podcast, uh, then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll air it. Um, but if not, then uh, we'll probably just have this in the Rock Your Brand private group. All right, so we're going to go ahead and open it up for some questions. Let's see here. All right. Okay, here we are. Wow. Awesome. Abinov. Is that, did I pronounce that right? Abinov. Uh, hello from India. I mean, how crazy is it right now that I'm sitting here in North Carolina and I'm connecting with someone in India? Like how crazy is that guys? I mean, it just blows my mind every time I see that, but, um, Abnia, thank you for, for attending. It's awesome. Uh, okay. Corey says Facebook. That must be where you're at. I'm there watching from. Oh, cool. Okay. Karen's in the group. Cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. Um, watching through. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Adrian, what's up? Good morning. I'm watching through the group. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. How do we get a tickets to the event? Well, if you are watching this live right now and it's before September 12th, you just need to go to or, uh, baltickets.com. So if you go to baltickets.com right now, uh, you will get access to the September 12th all day event. It's literally starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. We're going through six o'clock at night. Plus we have a networking cocktail hour from I think six to seven or I, I forget the details. We have the schedule, but I don't have it in front of me. Um, so yeah, so that's how you get the tickets if you're interested. Uh, let's see. Uh, Okay, Derek says, I'm going to get my ticket today. I'll get the VIP. Yeah, VIP, just to kind of throw it out there, a VIP ticket, we have two different options. One, you can attend live, okay, and just watch it all day long, okay, for one price. 
And then if you want the VIP, what that gives you is it gives you live access. It also gives you the recordings. Plus it gives you recordings to last year's Brand Accelerator Live 2019 event, which was a two-day event, which was awesome. Um, and it was an in-person event. Um, there was over 200 people that showed up to that. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, cool. Derek, yes, group working properly now. Awesome. What's up, Karen? Good to see you. Kay, what's up? Good morning to you. Uh, oh, cool. Adrian, how to become a home baking pro goes live tomorrow. Awesome. Congratulations. That deserves a high five. Boom. Great job. Awesome. Okay, Derek, this is a good question. Do video, do, uh, I think the question is, does video have more SEO value? Uh, no, I, I don't believe it does. Now, if you are talking, putting a video on YouTube or putting a video on your blog, yes, if you put it on YouTube, it's going to have more SEO for that platform. Okay. Plus YouTube videos do get picked up in Google search. Okay. So I would say if it was me and well, if it was me and I was going to be able to do the videos myself, I would say do the video, then take the video, transcribe it edit it, make a blog post out of it, embed the video on the blog post. Now I got two different pieces that will work on YouTube. It'll also work on my blog. So that's what I would do there. Uh, I keep hearing about Google, my first, not sure what this all means. Um, I'm not really sure either. So Moby first, is that it? Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure on that. Uh, can't give you a great answer on that. Can you sell your digital uh, through ConvertKit or you need another way to take payment? Great question. ConvertKit just came out with a merchant feature. The issue is it's not available to everyone right now. Okay. Uh, right now, currently we have three different, you know, four different ConvertKit accounts and none of them have it, even though um, we signed up to be one of the beta testers. It just randomly is out there. It will become something where we will be able to use it probably in the next... I would say one to two months. But in the meantime, a simple way to sell your product, there's actually a couple different ways. There's plugins for WordPress that allow you to do it. There's um, uh, WooCommerce will allow you to do it. There's also Gumroad, okay? Gumroad will allow you to take payments. It'll also allow you to uh, create a little sales page. It'll also allow you uh, to deliver the product through them. So I've used them in the past. It's a great little company. Um, and it's pretty simple to use. So you don't have to worry about anything other than just creating the product, putting it up there. And then you can actually embed that on your website or even on a page on your site. And then it will take the payments for you. Uh, let's see. How would you sell if you have no subscriber Facebook ads? Yes, but I wouldn't go direct to sale. You got to remember, most people are not going to buy immediately, right? So what I would say is let's start building the list, right? Let's get that list built up. And I don't mean it has to be massive. Let's build the list and then let's start to slowly make offers, right? Um, that's what I would probably recommend. Or what you could do is if you are going to run Facebook ads, run the Facebook ads to a lead magnet. Then on a thank you page, we make an offer. And then from there, we can get maybe even 2% of people that, that buy it. That'll help offset the cost. But then we can also follow up with those people through an autoresponder to try to get them to buy later. Um, so that's what I would probably say your quickest way is going to be Facebook ads, but I would also develop content on the back end that will bring people in on a regular basis. 
Uh, is it better to create a product once I have a list? How many? Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I would not worry about building the product as of yet. I would try to figure out what is the problem that you're going to solve or what is the thing you're going to help them with. If you're helping someone learn how to play guitar, it might be like how to learn how to play you know, three songs in the next 24 hours or something like that. That would be your lead magnet. On the back end of that would be the product, which might be a more robust you know, ebook or something like that. But I think you got to figure out what is it is that, that you're going to help someone with one with or something that they would want to enter their email with. And then we start talking about like, okay, how do I build my list? And you know, what is a good lead magnet? All of those things. Do I recommend Facebook ads over Google ads or Bing ads? Yes. Facebook ads, a hundred percent. Google is going to be more search and Facebook is going to be more of a, almost like a pattern interrupt in a sense but you can target so, so crazy good. Um, so I would personally, Facebook ads is where I would go. I wouldn't go to Google myself. Um, now, if you have experience with Google, it might be different for you, but for me, I'm going Facebook ads all day long. Uh, how do you put a time offer on the thank you page? It's a great question. There, there's different plugins that you can get out there for WordPress. There's probably some out there for Shopify. Um, there's also a tool called Deadline Funnels which uh, I think is about 50 bucks a month. So if you're not really doing that much, it might be a little pricey for some people. We use deadline funnels um, on all of our pages. And you know what? I'm curious right now, if you go to, let's see. uh, If you go to, yeah, if you go to uh, baltickets.com right now, you're going to see an early bird pricing ends on Sunday at 11:59 PM Eastern time, which that needs to be fixed. It's actually Monday. Um, so that has to be updated. Uh, Chris Schaefer, we gotta, we gotta, uh, let Chris know that's supposed to be Monday. Uh, but anyway, we're going to fix that. But, um, yeah, so it's an, actually it's an extra day, but see right now you're not seeing this if you're listening to this on a podcast, but there's a little banner at the bottom, or if you're on mobile, it might be at the top and it's basically just a countdown. So right now it's, it's two days, 13 hours. It's going to be actually three days and 13 hours and so on. Um, but anyway, that's what that looks like. Um, and that's how you would do that. Uh, can we just use Facebook ads to promote products just to grab interested people emails? Uh, yes, you can. The problem is, like I said, if you're going direct to sale, it's going to, it's going to be harder to get the sale without people knowing who you are or the company or the brand. So you can test it. Um, I would personally think to myself, I'm not expecting, here we are on expectations again. I'm not expecting that I'm going to be able to sell immediately, right? I know that I have to nurture them. I have to teach them. I have to educate them. I have to give them more reasons to want to trust, right? So that's what I would say on that there. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. What tools would you pay monthly for you, uh, for your business when starting, uh, tools? Well, convert kit would be a must. Okay. Um, and if you guys are interested in going through our affiliate link, uh, we also will give you a, a bunch of swipe copy and files and stuff. It's a little bonus that we're offering. If you go to brandcreators.com forward slash convert kit, um, all together convert kit. So brandcreators.com forward slash convert kit. You can sign up for a trial there too. Um, but I would recommend convert kit. Um, that would be number one. Cause I'm building my email list almost day one out of the gate. Um, the other thing is hosting. I got to buy hosting, but that's not really a tool. Uh, and as far as any other tools, you know, off the top of my head, 
maybe a couple of plugins for SEO. Uh, Yoast, well, we actually use Yoast Pro on the one, but the others were using the free version. That's about it. Keeping it simple, guys, right? Like I can't think off the top of my head of anything else I would need. Um, I need my domain name. I need my web hosting. WordPress is free. My theme, I'm going to buy my uh, generate press add-ons, which is about 50 bucks a year. That's about it. You know, not much. Um, let's see here. Uh, would you run ads on YouTube and Google too? Uh, maybe YouTube. I haven't had a lot of experience there. Google, I'm going to wait. Um, uh, Derek, some people have a problem identifying their offers. They do not know how to explain what it is they are offering. But I think the big thing, Derek, is we need to get familiar with our list. We need to get familiar with our audience. And how do we do that? Right? That's the big question. Well, to me, it's very simple. You might have to take a lead magnet and put it out there and see what it does after you throw 50 bucks at it, right? So you might create a lead magnet, create a landing page, drive some traffic to it and go, oh, it's only converting at 5%. People don't want it, right? Or maybe I got my targeting wrong. As long as I got everything dialed in, I can test that offer really quickly without even building anything on the back end, okay? Uh, now, we've done that in uh, Brand Creators Academy. We did two different examples while we were building a list as a case study inside of our training, inside of the academy, uh, brand accelerator, uh, or uh, yeah, email marketing accelerator. Uh, and we built two different lists using two different lead magnets. The one lead magnet uh, was converting at 30%, which is great. We're shooting for 20% or more. The other one's converting at 41%. So we took the other one and paused it. And we're going with the 41% one, right? So we just tested those side by side, but you can test it very quickly inside of Facebook ads if you're targeting the right people and just put up a lead magnet and see what it converts at. Then once we get that at like 30%, then we can say, okay, what are we going to offer on the thank you page? And we just kind of keep going down that, down that line. What's up, Gio? Happy Friday to you too. Uh, Adrian, uh, how would you build buzz about something as simple as baking, especially people who have zero baking skills? Well, I would probably, I would probably put it out there as like, uh, do you want to be a better uh, a better cook, or do you want to do you want to be uh, do you want to be the star of the party? Uh, you know, cooking everyone's favorite dish or something like that. It might be something along those lines, right? Or maybe it's not about like because you're saying like uh, Bill Buzz about something as, as simple as baking. Maybe it's just like you're helping people with different meals that they can create or different baked goods, right? Uh, for them to entertain, right? Because we all know that when people come to a party or, and, and right now it's tough with, you know, the virus and all of that stuff. But when we're out of that stuff, it's like people want to entertain or another angle. Again, maybe you're not going to go after everyone who's baking. What you're going to do is you're going to go after, go after a specific part of the market. So let's say that you're going after baking and just baking stuff. Like I'm not like, let's just say it's like even just desserts. Like, let's just say we went into, into desserts. Maybe we go after, um, paleo, right? How to create awesome, you know, uh, muffins, you know, for paleo. I don't even know if you can have muffins, but there's probably a paleo type muffin, but anyway, you get what I'm saying, right? You can go after Weight Watchers, uh, you know, how to become, you know, uh, or how to create, uh, delicious, uh, baked goods for weight, you know, while doing weight watchers, something like that. Right. So if you, if you carve out a sub niche 
inside of baking. And you're not just like, I'm just going to show people how to become a good baker. Um, we can find another angle. So that's what I would probably do is try to find an angle and then go there. Um, so just a little bit of advice there. Um, Karen, I have several digital products. Yes, you do. We'll be adding more. Should I bundle on the upsell or is it better just to promote one at an item at a time? We could change the upsell often. I like the idea of, of creating a really irresistible offer, Karen. So the more products that you're adding, the more value it seems. And it also, you can reduce the price because now you're saying like, okay, each one of these is $10. There's four products. It'd be 40 bucks. Get it today for just $13 and 95 cents, right? So to you, it's a one-time offer. It's also a way for you to make that offer and get your ad spend back immediately. And then there's only going to be a small percentage that take it anyway. And then on the back end, you can sell it maybe at another discounted price. Instead of it being a 60% discount, maybe it's going to be a 25% discount, right? So I do like the idea of having a bundle because it makes the value seem more. Um, because every product will sell individually for something, but then you can bundle it and make it be like, oh my gosh, if I was to buy all these together, it'd be 50 bucks. I can get it today for $19. Like that would be great. Right. And I would love to see that offer fall between $9.99 and $19, like somewhere in that range for someone that's coming in that doesn't know your brand. That would be a good offer. Um, and especially if the price was like 40, 50 bucks normally. So it just, it, the value seems really, really incredible. Uh, India is on the other side of the world. It's amazing how we can reach people so far from the U.S. I know. Isn't that awesome? Gio, is the new time for coffee talks? No, it's, it's 10 a.m. You just came late, man. <laughs> oh, what's up, Gio? Glad to have you, man. Uh, let's see. Okay. What is an easy way to transcribe video Google voice? Uh, you probably could. Uh, Temi. Uh, T-E-M-I. I believe.com, uh, just search Temi, um, really inexpensive, uh, just really, really just a good job. It's probably about 90% there. And then you would hand it off to an editor or you'd edit it yourself. Um, so Temi, and it does it really, really quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, Google Mobi first means that Google is ranking a site for mobile usability first instead of desktop usability. That's very, that could be very, very true. Um, that's why I'm always looking at my analytics and I can tell you right now on most of our stuff, 70% are viewing on mobile. So you do want to definitely, definitely, definitely optimize for mobile. So I agree with that. Um, yes, I did say gum road, Derek. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks. I have researched this. Keep uh, getting emails. I just ignored it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is that for Gumroad? Uh, are you going to show us how to do a podcast later? Uh, it's funny because in the new group, uh, rock your brand. Uh, and also it's funny inside of uh, brand creators Academy, we have a few people that have started podcasts, which is awesome. Cause I never, I never thought that I would actually be giving advice on podcasting. Although I'm probably qualified because I've done one now for over five years and we've just reached over 16 million ish downloads. I think we're 16 million three or something like that right now. Um, and continuing to grow. Uh, so I, I probably could help in that area. Uh, but inside of the rock your brand group, I actually had, uh, a few people, uh, ask if they should start a podcast. And I do have some thoughts on that. Um, podcasting is a long play. 
Podcasting is a great way to have people get to know you before you ever sell them. So if you guys are listening to this on the podcast and you're not watching this, um, you're listening to this. You might've been listening to this for 20 minutes. You and I spent 20 minutes together. If you guys are here on a coffee talk, we're now 41 minutes into this, right? We spent 41 minutes together. Anytime that you can spend 41 minutes together or even 15 minutes together and not bouncing around from YouTube video to YouTube video, right? You build this trust, this, this bond. You get to know someone quick. You get to know, like, and trust them, right? So then you start to build this relationship. So I am a big believer in podcasts. I just say this, podcasting is not a way to, to start something and get traffic fast. It's not something that I look for that people are going to search and find me. It's a way that I can then either have people recommend the podcast or I can let people know after they might, you know, maybe they get the, uh, you know, the, the checklist. I can let them know that I have a podcast, right? Or maybe I'm on a, on a podcast myself and I'm being interviewed. I can point people to the podcast. So to me, it's the best relationship builder, but it would not be my way that I would say, I'm going to start a podcast and monetize it. It would be a, that would be a longer way of doing it. Um, so I wouldn't add that first. Um, I don't want that to be something that you spend a year on and you, then you say, well, why, why am I not able to get traffic? Um, I look at podcasts. It's not really a traffic play. Um, so anyway, yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely teach on that for sure. Uh, okay. So what is plugin to collect payment on WordPress? Uh, on WordPress, I mean, on WordPress, I mean, honestly, if you just want to collect payment, just use PayPal. Like PayPal allows you to take credit card, allows you to take PayPal directly. So um, I would say keep it simple. I mean, when I first started, I was just using PayPal. Um, that's it. I just put a PayPal button. I just figured out how to create a PayPal button and put it there. I even did my first membership for my photography stuff with a PayPal membership subscription button. And that was it. Uh, okay. Um, we're selling on Amazon. So how would we make the coupon code from the thank you page only last 72 hours. We can discuss in BCA for more appropriate there. Yeah, it is more appropriate there. And I don't know who this is. I, cause it doesn't, it just says Facebook user. It might be Ken. Um, cause I think you asked this the other day. Uh, okay. So what you may need to do there is you may need to have uh, a batch of different codes. You might also maybe have something that you might have to have written in some type of code. Um, but what I would honestly say is for the most part, people aren't going to go back there. So you might just want to offer it and then just give it to them and say, it's going to expire. And then you can just update them every week. You know what I mean? With a new set and then just put a new number in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would probably be the easiest way. Um, but I, I don't have the answer to that, to be honest with you. Chris Schaefer might have the answer. That's why you should ask that, <clears throat> excuse me. In BCA. All right. I had to take a sip of coffee there. Um, is there a hosting service you recommend over others? I use HostGator. I've used them for years. Um, there's other ones out there. SiteGround, um, Bluehost. Um, they're all pretty good. Um, but I've had good luck with um, HostGator myself. Is ConvertKit better than Klaviyo? Klaviyo is built to, for me, honestly, is like more for e-commerce. Uh, ConvertKit is like all of it, right? Um, I think Klaviyo is probably more powerful in some areas, but I think there's a steeper learning curve. I personally would do ConvertKit, just me. Um, I think it's really, really robust. How do you decide between creating an ebook versus a course? Pros and cons. 
Well, an ebook is you're going to be able to do it faster. So I would do MVP, most, you know, like, um, yeah, minimal viable product, right? Minimal viable product. Get that ebook done. And if you're attending the uh, Brand uh, Accelerator live, I'm going to actually outline exactly how to do it. I'm going to show you examples on how we've done it. And there's actually one that hasn't been released yet, which is going to be released. We just created a full guide over 75 pages. I'm not going to give it away here. It's going to be released at Brand Accelerator live. We just had it finished and uh, we are going to give that away, but I'm going to walk you through the process and how we actually did it. And now I have this asset that we can sell or we can give it away like this. Um, I would start with an ebook. I would totally start with an ebook, not a course. Uh, Derek, will you be showing us during the event how to retarget responses to Facebook ads during the event? Uh, well, okay. So there's going to be a full session on that. Um, and we're going to have about 45 to 50 minutes to go over everything. So there will probably be a little bit of time to talk about retargeting, but there's, when you're talking retargeting, we're way down the line now. Let's not go there yet. We got to get the ads dialed in first. We got to get our cost per lead down, right? We got to get that stuff dialed in. Then we can talk about retargeting, but Chris will definitely be there to answer any questions you have on retargeting. Also, uh, we are going to do a full uh, cocktail hour, networking questions and answers and all that stuff at the very end of the night. Um, so any questions there, we can go into deeper as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so definitely retargeting would be a, a next step. Um, but I'm sure Chris will be touching on that. All right. Wow. You guys got a lot of questions today. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to take a sip. I already did. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, there was a conversation about podcasting in the group. I think a few got discouraged. I hope not though, because it's an awesome experience. Yeah, it, it is. And uh, you know, some people might get discouraged. I'm probably going to respond to that, Adrian, to be honest with you. And I, like I'll literally, I'll come on video and kind of help in that area because I, they're asking, should they start a podcast? But my question is going to be, why do you want to start a podcast? Right? What, what are you looking to get from the podcast? Right? Um, if you're looking to, to start the podcast to get traffic, I don't think that's a great, great idea. If you're, if you're looking to do it so you can build a relationship with your audience over time and then lead people to the podcast um, by you either guest podcasting, guest blog posting, creating your own content on blog posting or, or YouTubing or any of that stuff, then great. Uh, but I agree. Um, I'm going to definitely jump in and help with that. Uh, does Temi make it SEO optimized blog for your videos or no, you got to do that yourself. Yeah. Temi's just going to transcribe verbatim what you say. That's it. Uh, Adrian agreed. I'm back to podcasting after a five year break. Yeah. Podcasting is fun too. Um, you had a photography membership. You and my husband probably should connect. He's just starting in photography. Yes. We had one for over six or seven years. Um, and, uh, it was great, served us well, served the audience well. Um, but you know, after, you know, five years of doing something, a lot of times you pivot. Uh, I talk a lot about that, but, um, yeah, I'll be sharing actually, uh, more on that at, uh, at the uh, live event. Uh, but also I'll probably do even a coffee talk or I'll probably do stuff in the, in the uh, membership, you know, BCA more on really what that looked like. Um, and actually inside of BCA, I, I announced this inside of there, I'm actually going to be kind of documenting and really giving more of behind the scenes of us building out Brand Creators Academy, our membership there. 
Um, Cause people inside the Academy want to know that they're like, I may want to do a membership one day. So I'm like, well, why shouldn't I share us building this and what we're doing and what our strategy is. Right. Um, Cause you know, there's a lot to it, but I would never start with just a membership. Me personally, some people would, I wouldn't. Um, but um, yeah, the photography membership for us did well. Um, and the model that we had, I, I don't want to get too deep here. I got to get going here. Kids are going to be waiting for me, ready to go out in the boat. The model I did for that one, for the photography was kind of like a BJ's warehouse uh, model, which was pay a membership fee, okay, monthly or yearly, and then you get discounts on products, right? So what we would do is we would charge 10 bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year. And then what we would do is give them 50% off any of our digital products that we were selling on eBay or we were selling any other place, even on our website that weren't members. So we would do 50% discount. So if we sold it for 20, we would give them it, you know, the, the price of 10. Um, and it worked really well, right? But just, it doesn't work for everything. Like in BCA, it's a monthly or a yearly right now. And basically there's no discount on like future products. Although we do give like on the BCA or I'm sorry, brand accelerator live tickets, they're getting a huge discount if they want to attend live, but they're getting all the recordings for free. Um, so there's things like that that we're doing. Uh, how do you overcome tech overwhelm? Uh, it's a great question. Um, you do what you need to do and keep it super, super simple. Like simplicity is my motto. You have to keep things simple or you're going to get bogged down and then you're not going to, you're not going to stick with it. Uh, coupon is, uh, or is one of Scott's old podcast episode 2017. That's funny. Uh, let's see. Okay, cool. Uh, so pay, PayPal square or Stripe plugins. Yeah, there's some plugins out there. Uh, tech overwhelm. Yeah. WordPress.org overwhelm seems to be a roadblock for me. Uh, well, WordPress.org. Org. So I, I don't know if you're talking about like the, the self-hosted or if you're talking about them hosting it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you actually setting it up. And Kate, I think you got the playbook. If you have the playbook, like I'm literally walking you through that process. Um, so that should help you. Um, but uh, inside of BCA, we have a full detailed like step-by-step. -step. Chris is like walking you through the setup. But once you get the blog set up with WordPress, you're just in an editor. It's not that hard, guys. It really, really isn't. I know it can seem overwhelming and it doesn't have to be. Um, is there a minimum number of pages a digital product or guide should have? I know it depends on the information presented. Yeah, it, it depends. <laughs> I'm going to give a Chris Schaefer answer. But it needs to be enough to where it's not. You're not just giving them fluff. Like give them what they signed up for, right? Give them the information. And if anything, over deliver add more in there that they're not expecting. Make them go, wow, I can't believe you're not charging more, right? Like if you get the playbook, if you print the playbook, it's going to be 107 pages. You're going to go, wait a minute, he charged me less than $10 for this? That's crazy. Like this thing is worth way more. And that's by design, by the way, guys, right? So it doesn't have to be. Um, I've had other guides that were 45 pages and still are, um, you know, immense amount of, of value, but I might follow up and give them a free video right? Something walking through. So I always want to over deliver though on that. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. 
That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And you can join us. You can ask a question and then uh, I can answer it. And we can go ahead and also publish it here on the podcast. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand.